This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. This episode drops on my dad's anniversary. Oh, yeah? Five years, man. Wow. Yeah. It it did happen fast. It, like, yeah. Five years? Five years. You ever stop and wonder what the fuck you've been doing for, like, five years? Um, every day. It actually eats at me, because I'm like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, but I mean, what are we doing with that life? Nothing. What more can we do now besides create a very successful podcast? Well, you can you can do that. I'm tired. I'm gonna go take a nap. You don't have to do it. All you have to do is enjoy the ride. Okay. Woo! I'll I'll do uh, all the legwork here, and you just come along for the ride. It is it is Women's Month, so this month I'll (laughs) I'll give you a slide. Oh, oh yes. right. GD Women's Month. What I won't Mouse. give you a slide <laughs> on is the fact that you don't have yourself a fresh IAP sweatshirt. The Bubble Boy is exclusively on IAPradio.com, just in case you needed to know, Sarah. So, Hello and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and I am in my delicious, buttery, soft, In a Pickle sweatshirt that you can only find on our store at In a Pickle, IAPradio.com. And I'm getting a phone call from California, and I won't answer it right now because we are doing a show with my favorite friend in the whole world and my co-host, that will always be on this ride of a podcast that we call IAP. Sarah! Right, Alex. Sarah, hello. Hello. <laughs> I, I, took I a just long... let you go. Yeah. Just let you go. I Thank let you, you so much. Uh, you know, let you do your thing, chicken wing. Um, sometimes you just got to let me roll and uh, I'll eventually shoot myself in the foot. Yeah, that's but we'll fine. get there. We'll get there. Well, we'll... Exactly. That's why I just sit here and I just watch the train wreck. Yeah, it's great. This is train wreck. This isn't Ohio. We don't just <laughs> derail every hey. couple of days. You know. Well, all right. We derail so? every, like, every, what? every like, week. Wait, huh? Every week we derail uh, all the time, trying to save face while the music plays out through the <laughs> You know, so. Uh, it is the second week of March, which only means that it's conspiracy month here at IEP Radio. And we are going with the NFL today on the second week. And Ooh. Neil, Neil Eads, from first week when we did NHL conspiracy, he's coming back and he's Ooh. going to talk a little more than he did the last time. So Ooh. we'll get there soon. But right now, let's get in the news because holy jeebus, there has been a lot of stuff going on. And even though there's a lot of stuff going on, we took the best topics of pro sports this time. We didn't go the route of 
college sports because we could that could be a whole episode it could be a whole lot you know especially since we have conspiracy and conspiracy is actually our priority this month i mean like yeah the news but uh yeah i mean we took the bullet points from this week because there's a lot of bullet points you sent me the news last night and Honestly, all three of these people can uh, are like front running contenders of the biggest pickle. It's 100%. like it's I big feel like pickle this to is... biggest pickle to Mondo pickle. Yeah, it's um. there was I couldn't break it down, at least for this first one. It's a rewind and a revisit, yeah. which is, rewind. is like, <laughs> but it's one of those that you could have gone anyway with either of these three people to have them be the biggest pickle to be the uh, the world's going to hell in a handbasket so give us hit us with the rewind i'm hitting you with the rewind um (laughs) so mike clevenger he will not be suspended after the uh mlb investigations into the abuse allegations you want to talk conspiracy there you go The Office of the Commissioner of Baseball completed the investigation that included interviews of more than 15 individuals in addition to Mr. Clevenger and the complaint tent. I always struggle saying that, so I'm like, complaint tent. As well as the review of, you know, whatever documents, said documents that they had available. And, uh, you know, his um, statement that he made was basically saying how he is happy that the MLB has finished this investigation and that it was super stressful. Um, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Wh- yeah. It was super stressful uh, because I almost lost my fucking job. That's what it comes down to. It's like, it wasn't stressful when things were happening, whatever had transpired, but like allegedly transpired. No, but uh, I'm sorry. Allegedly. Allegedly. But it's something where the inter the, investigation process was stressful i was like everything should be stressful but uh you know why i don't believe him why i don't believe him because and i quote at the end of his statement he put i am looking forward to the 2023 season and helping the white Sox win a championship this year okay that's not gonna happen so that's not gonna happen so the white Sox will not win a championship i have a huge problem with this and what is the mlb saying uh, what are they nothing it was just they like investigate? they investigate what, they what did they look at the baby whatever they looked at the baby and it's like well i don't see any dip spit on the baby so i guess he didn't do that right like what what the fuck you know yeah. uh, it's it's so it's so annoying the and fact that like there's players out there that get in trouble for sneezing sideways and right and then this is wife whatever yeah the thing that drives me crazy is like I, I want you to provide me with more MLB. Like you're saying, you interviewed 15 people. Okay, like who are these witnesses? Who are these character witnesses? Who are these people? You know, because if you're if you're interviewing just his family and people in the clubhouse or whatever it may be, that's a that's a red flag for me. You know, it's something where like, okay, what were these documents? Were they police reports? Were they right. text messages? Were they emails? Like, what is it? You're so vague, and I get it. You need to kind of keep that sense of privacy. But at the same point in time, you know, we've all kind of made our own assessment. You know, some have or what say he's not guilty. Some say he's guilty. We all can agree to disagree. But it's something where the MLB 
is not providing the information for us to actually completely wash our clear, hands of it. enough to clear him right right and you want to now i know for instance trevor bauer is uh you know he's a piece of shit too but like mm -hmm. you've totally derailed him and those allegations came out and he was clear of that am i am i wrong no you're not no he's right he was cleared yeah but yet He's complete. His career is completely derailed, and now the MLB is coming out and saying that Clevenger is clear, and he's allowed to just proceed as given and go ahead, go back to your team and do all this. So, like, where is where's the punishment? Where is how is one? How come you, you can't do? one for Bauer that you're doing for, for Clevenger. Yeah. You can't pick and choose who you hold accountable. Right. right. And that's where I always struggle with the MLB. Well, actually I, this is where I struggle with all professional sports no. is because it's this ongoing, I'm going to pick and choose. And it's based off of, you know, I guess, I guess that there isn't as much history in the locker room or basically being such a piece of shit like there is with Bauer because Bauer is just a piece of shit human right. um, from like everything I've ever read about him. So maybe there isn't that much where the MLB is like, oh, okay. But at the same point in time, if you're going to hold one person accountable for this, this set of things, like you set the standard, like you need to do it yeah. for everyone. Doesn't matter how great of a person they are. You need to still set the standard. What I think personally is the fact that because Trevor Bauer is so outspoken and he does sort of like weird things on the on the mound where like remember that time you whipped the ball over the wall when he was getting taken out of the game and he yeah. does that sword thing when he yeah. strikes out a batter and he does other weird stuff that I, I don't recall right now. But because he's like out there and his antics – uh, are I guess you would say not becoming of the MLB, you yeah. know, with with yeah. his on the field, on the field, shit. on the field antics. You know, yeah, never mind you... everything off the field or yeah. in the clubhouse. Just speaking about what's on the field. Well, the other thing too is now that we have the pitch clock, that's probably why he hasn't been picked up is because nobody wants him on the mound because it'll be ball on ball on ball. Plus, he's yeah. also a fucking tumor for your organization. Yeah, but he is. Uh, oh God, I I don't want to defend Trevor Bauer because it's it's not right. But like he's not a he's not a bad pitcher. I think he's a better pitcher than Clevenger. Oh yeah, I agree Maybe. with that. When it comes to his actual job, like being yeah. a pitcher, yes. But if he cut the shit and stopped being a like, if he just didn't yeah. do the shit that he did, like off the field, on the field, whatever it may be, if right, he was right, just like. Yeah not a fucking toolbox, then it would be a different conversation. He is a great pitcher. And I would, sh I, if none of this had transpired, I'm sure the Dodgers would still, you know, have him yeah. instead of releasing yeah, right. him. So it's something where, you know, fucking I don't know. It's, hold it's just... everyone accountable. Yeah. For real. Honestly, honestly, it's, it's just, it's dog shit. It's, it's so silly. You can't, it's like having two kids and letting one, Go crazy, but yelling at the other one for doing the same thing that the older one did. Isn't that how you parent? 
Uh, no, I just let my kids run rampant. They're just right. on the streets. You it's just like, let the yeah, they're playing in traffic. Yeah, it's like the Lord of Flies, the Lord of the Flies in my house. They're just where are the kids? Yeah, They'll remember that back. Camp Krusty episode of The Simpsons where they take over the camp? <laughs> yeah, that's what my house is. <laughs> they have me tied up. They have me tied up in a closet. There's oh. <laughs> just a small fire somewhere in the house. It's controlled. It's controlled because we have to live here. You know. Oh, I can see all of this. It's That's why I'm always in my uh, my office, my sanctuary, uh, what my wife calls the garage, but I call my man cave. <laughs> it is a garage, though. I I will give you that. There's no car in here, though. <laughs> I know. One day she just comes in and she yeah. pulls an Estelle. Get out of the way! Yeah, You're not giving away my water pick. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for her to just barrel the car right through the garage. It's gonna be awesome, and yeah. I hope we're recording that day. Ah, we will be. I'll be amazing. That'll be our final episode because I'll be (laughs) under the car. (laughs) So, in the arms of the angels. (laughs) So, what else is going on here? All right. So, a name that uh, we have spoken about a few times here and there uh, on IAP Radio: Jackson Mahomes. Oh, I hate this. I'm so glad this happened to him. I'm so (laughs) glad. I never wish evil upon anybody, but I'm so fucking glad this happened to him i i hope this is it for him i hope this ends him and i hope i hope now after you tell this story i hope that patrick mahomes if i know you're listening right now get away from your brother i know he's family please get away from him get away from him let him fucking flop like a fish out of water get him away from you it's gonna go bad it's it even if this story that you're about to tell passes which i don't think it should another story that i don't think should pass but if it does there's going to be something else that this fucking idiot of a kid does so uh, go ahead tell tell us the story all right so jackson mahones is being investigated by police over allegations that he assaulted a waiter and assaulted the restaurant owner Um, And this was at the Aspen Restaurant and Lounge in Kansas City. According to the report, restaurant owner Aspen Vaughn claimed that Mahomes has been a frequent guest at her restaurant due to their friendship with with his his friendship with her stepdaughter. Wow, that was a mouthful. (laughs) It was reported reported that when he showed up last Saturday around approximately 930 p.m. with five of his friends, he went down to the office for the employees. Now, keep this in mind. This going downstairs for employees only. And when the one of the waiters who was working there was trying to get into the office to grab his water bottle, they were he repeatedly shoved him and was like, you know, basically, get the fuck out of here. I'm Jackson Mahomes, blah, blah, blah. And this was right. a 19-year-old waiter doing his job at his place of work, just trying to get to his water bottle that is in an area that is designated for people that work there. Right. Unbelievable. First off, that's the one problem where this kid thinks he's top shit, where he's allowed to just go anywhere he wants. And it doesn't matter because my brother's a a Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl champion. I can do whatever I want. I have millions of followers on my stupid TikTok page or my Instagram or all that stuff. I can do whatever I want. I'm famous. Fuck you. You're not famous. You're a You're fool. Not. You're, a You're fool. an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. 
So after this, they had moved to the VIP room upstairs. Um, and this is where the owner had reprimanded them for the order of marijuana coming from the room. Uh, Mahomes had later asked to speak to Vaughn in private about the shoving incident. They had gone into her office where he then grabbed her neck and forcibly kissed her. Yeah, but not once. Uh, twice he did so. And you can see that she's like trying to like smack his head off, like trying to push him yeah. off. And he's just like, I'm going to do it again. If um, you haven't seen also- the video, you can go on our Instagram page and check it out. But um, it, it, yeah. is, it is a video where you're like, it's cringe, cringe, very yeah. cringe. And in the police report file, it said that there were light marks on her neck from him grabbing her neck. And, you know, he was clearly under the influence. But like, you know, you fuck around, you find out. Yeah. Doesn't it's- matter if you're under the influence. It, it, oh. That doesn't matter. We have both been. uh under the influence of whatever i i don't ever recall a time where like i've just acted so out of pocket that i assault some lady by choking her out and kissing her i never 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 and maybe that's just the type of person i am i don't know but like i've never been involved in a situation where a friend or a colleague or anybody has ever done anything forcefully on a person now some people are different when they get drunk some people just completely act a fool i get it but like no matter what there's no excuse for it and you should 1000% be held accountable for your actions 100%. whether you're all fucked up or you're completely sober doesn't matter i don't like whoever you put your hands on you put your right. hands on that waiter that's assault that's you put assault. your hands on her that's assault like whatever nope. you're doing like you need to check yourself because like one you're nobody right. two you need to be held accountable where and it needs to be like public because i want to go to the rock throwing event that they'll have in the square i i hope that he doesn't just get off on like I mean, of course, of like, his lawyer's like, you did nothing wrong. Like, he did obviously. do something wrong. There's video of it. I'm so there's glad video, there's video. It's of so it. cringy. Of course, she shared it because the police were kind of like, uh huh, huh, huh. And right. she was like, well, here's the video from my office. And you know what? I have to give her so much credit, so much credit because she released that video. And the fact that, is she the, I'm sorry, is she the owner or the manager? She's the owner. Okay. So, the fact that you have the fact that you're an owner of the business and you have just say for argument's sake, you have a famous person in your bar that happens to be located in the, in Kansas city. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're hosting uh, the brother of the Kansas city chief who just won the super bowl, your business would skyrocket. Even though I, I don't think that they have a problem because it looks like they're very successful as business. But you have famous people, quote unquote famous people, in your restaurant and they're you're, you know, life is great for you, right? Right. Yeah. I'm so happy and proud that she released that video because some people who own a business would never do such a thing because it would definitely take a hit in their wallet. Oh, absolutely. She was just like, no fucks given. Like, yeah. she's like, no, this dude needs to be stopped. Yeah. She said in one of the interviews or articles that, you know, 
out of like say nine times he comes to visit or i think i'm getting the number wrong it could be like seven or nine times but whatever she's like we only have one enjoyable visit with him that's awful like that's awful that's that's banned for life mode right there i've kicked guys out of the restaurant and bars that i've worked at for less yeah and it's no the whole dynamic is so interesting because he's also friends with her stepdaughter so it's also like okay so but it doesn't matter you're running a business you're dealing with a child. Right. You need to squash squash that. How Get old out. is Jackson Mahomes? Is he like 23, 24? I okay. Know. Well, so I he's know. of age because uh, well, obviously he's of age because she, I don't mm-hmm. think, no matter what, I don't think she would release the video if he was underage and he was hanging at her club because no, then she... she's in a boatload of shit. So. Yeah, because she's 40. Oh, he's 22. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's just such a fucking, ugh. I'm Ugh. I'm glad that something like this is happening to him. And I know that I've stated several thousand times on the show that I don't I do not like this kid. But I am glad that I, I hope something does happen in the legal aspect of him. You know, Some accountability, uh, accountability. I hope I hope he's held accountable for his actions. I hope that the the waiter and the owner of the restaurant sue the shit out of him. Facts. For whatever money he may have, you know, because no one should act like that. I don't care who you are. A hundred percent. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. But it's unbelievable. It's it, it's a long time coming for him where he definitely like it's it's surprising that it's taken this long for him to to, to screw up. That's the thing. It's taken this long to get to this point. And who knows like, how many other. Uh, people that he assaulted that weren't on camera or right. that didn't speak up, you know, it makes you start questioning a lot more things. Yeah. Well, you know what, though, in hindsight, Jackson Mahomes just sucks. And, and that's it. So 100 percent in agreeance. I hope I, I do hope that his brother just. Reads the room and, and calls it a calls it a career with him. I, I know, like I said before, I know he's your brother and you can't just push family aside especially if they get in trouble like that but i mean like i hope that his star power doesn't help him out of a situation that honestly and i know we just said it could potentially get even worse for him if this goes under the wayside if this gets swept under the rug then there's sky is the limit for what can happen next for jack 100 absolutely and, and like it it really could get uh really bad for him if this gets swept under the rug. And you know, I I know I I've stated several times that I do not like this person, but to be honest, maybe this will if he does get in trouble, maybe this will be the wake up call that he needs to start the process of becoming an adult. You know, because he does want to start a fashion line or has a fashion line or something he has something yeah and let me tell you your product's not gonna get off the ground if you're a convicted sex offender and i know that's a stretch from what's going on but it's also a possibility that yeah you know who knows uh... who knows what he can be charged with if he is charged we will see what happens to this person but speaking of young persons we have another one that 
has become our biggest pickle. So tell us, Sarah, who is the biggest pickle of the week? This is like what we watched transpire. So this was what last Wednesday you and I started talking about stuff that was being released. Yes. We like we're, you know, anything that comes through the news, Dave and I discuss. So this we started talking about Wednesday. um, And those what we started talking about was um, the reports that were coming out about this great young man, um, which I think I just said, and I'm just being repetitive because that's just how my brain's working right now. Uh, I mean, at this point, he has been no stranger to the show because we've named him a few times now. um, And I really don't think it's going to stop. And I I mean, for his sake, I really hope it does, but I don't. Um, But again, this young man, uh, a, a man with his amount of talent that could yes. really reshape the league. Yep. If if he stays on track and doesn't want to be uh, uh want to be gangsta, I I think he can do really good things. Yes. So this young man is uh of course John Morant. The, Unbelievable. The people that he associates with, the people that seem like they take advantage of him. The fact that he's a $200 million athlete, he just signed a $200 million uh, contract with the the Memphis Grizzlies. He has the potential to do great things, like we said. The fact that he just wants to do hood rat shit with his friends is baffling to me. Now, a lot can be said because maybe money makes you crazy. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, I will know one day if I ever have uh, millions of dollars. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing if I go crazy with millions of dollars, but also like speaking for of someone who doesn't have any money, I, yeah. I'm not crazy like that. But this this is this is where someone should really reach out and say, You need help. Get it together. You need, you, help. You need help. I mean, I, I like doing hood rat shit with my friends, but yeah. I don't have a lot of money, nor am I a public figure. I mean, I'm a public figure in my own mind, but well, uh, we it's... run a very successful podcast. So successful to the seven listeners that are listening to the seven to listeners advice. that are out there. Thank you. You know, thank you. But the thing that's so crazy about the this was like a, a uphill the week. So we started talking about stuff on Wednesday. Basically, you had um, it revisited the altercation with the 17 year old at his house uh, at his house yeah. because the um i have i'd say alleged altercation at his house so the what came out was that the alleged assault and then morant went back into the house and then came back out with a gun in his waistband and was flashing the gun to the 17 year old right so this is this came out on wednesday along with something that had happened a week or two prior at a mall, which the Memphis police were called to a nearby mall after Morant and a group of nine people attempted to confront a finish line employee after that employee had a dispute with Morant's mother. Okay, so not only is Morant's father a bad influence on him because he, you know, he got into that altercation with Shannon Sharp, his mother is no help either. So has the money made the whole family go nuts? Well, he bought them a mansion right next door to his. So who the hell wants to live next to their parents? I I have a hard enough time living with myself. Same. But uh, the thing is, it's just so you like Morant's 
mother, like, you know, she calls her baby boy, like, to come down to uh to this poor kid's job. Right. Like, you know, the kid's just trying to do his job. You don't know. We also don't know what it was about. And, like, if it was something where she was trying to return something and it was past the return policy or she wanted a discount because she's John Moran's mama. Like, you know, all this stuff. And now I work retail. I am in retail management. I have been for a very, 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 very too long of a time. And like people are the absolute worst. We can all agree. People are the worst. You know that you're in the service industry. So, you know, people are the worst. However, there is a different form of people. There is the entitled person who has no regard for policy and procedures or rules that are in place. So these people are the demon seed. It's just these policies and procedures are put into place to protect not only the business, but the employees and essentially protect you from yourself. Like you people, consumers can be all angry about shit, but at the end of the day, you're wrong. So we don't know what transpired there, but, you know, she calls her son. He comes down with his friends. They're met with mall security, which then went into like a verbal altercation that turned physical And then he was, like, um, threatening, being like, you know, let me find out when he gets off, blah, 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 like, you know, spewing his mouth. And then, um, yeah, so, I mean, I take that as a threat, too. Like, that's just me. That that is a threat. A hundred percent. You came down with all your friends and then shit popped off. Off. That's a direct, uh, that's a direct altercation. That's a direct threat. So, like, my, was this, like, Paul Blart was out there? I mean, maybe, but it, I mean, also like for argument's sake, it, it doesn't matter if it was a Paul Blart or, uh, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was working security. It, it It's the You're, fact that it doesn't like, matter that he's a fucking shithead. Right. It doesn't a, matter. A, again, I stress that a, a, a person who just signed a $200 million contract with the NBA is going down to a mall to... Yeah start a problem first of all it was a mall in memphis right so uh you're a uh you play for the memphis grizzlies Mm -hmm. so everybody is going to everybody knows you you, right everybody knows you you don't have a look that just blends into a crowd i mean christ even if he wasn't in memphis and he was just at a regular mall still know him still know him he's a he he's known Plus the fact you have been in the news for the last month and a half. Yeah, maybe two months now. Yeah, we're like two months. I mean, if we're covering it here in Boston, I can only imagine what they're covering in Memphis. A hundred percent. You know, so like there's that. Okay, so he goes he goes to the mall and he starts a problem. Right. Okay. You you know what? Let's just completely rewind. All right. Let's let's start from the top. Okay. Yeah. Now, Ja in his inner circle had the problem with the Indiana Paces when they were shining the red laser at the at the bus. Right. Okay. Nothing happened with that. Or, you know, the NBA maybe dropped the ball on their investigation. Then. He allegedly punches a 17-year-old in the face with uh, at his house uh, during a pickup basketball pickup game. game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the red flag in that is you have your friends there and you're hanging out with a fucking 17-year-old. 
Yeah, okay? why are you hanging out with minors? Don't hang out with children, okay? Uh, and to rewind the rewind, don't hang out with people who are going to point red lasers at a, a at a bus. It, it, it's going to screw up your job. None of my friends come to my work and act a fool all the time. Uh, you know, and if they do, <laughs> I, I tell Just them, hey, the you're a little bit out of pocket here. Tuck yourself back in. Yeah. You know? And then the mall incident. And now the new incident that popped up. I, I'll, I'll let you explain the new incident. So the 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 whole so far, the whole thing is it, it seems like it's a shit pile and it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, it. this was the top and of this, the mountain. This was the top of the mountain where yeah. this was either going to, you know, he's going to stay there or he's going to fall off and right. it's going to he's going to fall off eventually. But it's just this is. <sighs> so uh, let's fast forward to this past Saturday. So March 4th, 2023 uh, on John Morant's Instagram live. So on his actual physical Instagram, not a friends, not whatever his physical Instagram, he was live and he's all like dancing around and starts flashing a gun. Um, Yeah. Okay. I'm not a gun enthusiast. But so I can small. say the gun was so small, it doesn't look very hood. It was you. very small, okay? right? If you're trying like, to be so hood, get a gun that looks like someone would fear it. Like, yeah, what the was hell a, was that gun? I mean, I'm not, I don't own a gun. I don't no, know. Like, I mean, like, guns are guns. You know but what the that, thing is really when small. When he flashed that gun, first of all, he was holding it with his forefinger in his, in his thumb. Like, like, it was like a little dainty gun, right? Yeah, it reminds me of the scene in Pineapple Express where Danny McBride is getting guns and he has this tiny little gun and he goes, I used to use this as a prostitute. And it was like this tiny, tiny little gun that you just shove in your bra or or your your boot or something, you know, and it's like, okay, now you're you're flashing a gun. That's wrong, right? You, You shouldn't do that. You're on your your own Instagram. You're in a club. That's I the mean, thing. Does like they anybody were anybody remember Plexico Burris? For like, Christ's sake. What? You're so obviously I uh, sorry. I'm like, I yeah, can't go, go for of it. All of the things, I'm just like, gonna keep going. You're gonna keep going. My my whole thing is is like I can't I thought that a lot of clubs had metal detectors now. I thought a lot of clubs had people being searched. And now it was this is this another abuse of power where you're coming in through the kitchen with your yes. boys with the guns? Because not for nothing, like Aren't we supposed to be making those areas safe after all of these shootings that have transpired? Not even just like like any gang violence, but, you know, the mass shootings that have occurred right. in clubs. So it's something where, like, I thought that there were things that had been rolled out in places, how they roll in their business. But again, a, a possession of, of power puts you in a place right. to create fucking ridiculousness. I could spiral on this, too. Uh, it makes me very angry on a lot of different levels, um, yeah. mainly because I don't know where he thought that, like, now I'm going to act like this. It's just the whole trajectory of his life and, like, how even, like, his first year in the NBA, like, it wasn't like this. So I don't know if it's the crew has changed or somebody's gotten 
you know, someone from the old school is now back that he hasn't seen since elementary. Like, this, you don't, I don't know. This to me seems very Kanye West type behavior where he's starting to lose his mind. Yes. It's, it's very, it's very um, concerning. And, and not just because, you know, we're, we're sports fans. It, it's not concerning in that aspect. It's, it's concerning because if he doesn't get help, He's going to either one hurt himself or, or he's two, gonna hurt someone else. Going to hurt someone else. And in a way, I'm glad that this is where we're at and that like this has been recognized that he does have a problem. Yeah. Rather than it being the extreme on the other sense on the other side where it could be him that was hurt or somebody else yeah. caught, hurt by him. Um, and I also like I liked the fact I mean, I'm sure somebody said it to him, like, you got to release a statement and get your head out of your ass. I like the fact that he had released a statement before the M- um, the NBA could release a statement. Right. Um, and he took ownership. So do I like say that missing two games is going to change the world? No, he's it's got to be longer. Um, There needs to be a lot of reevaluations of you need to reevaluate your crew people, first off places and things you really need to uh figure it out i mean these this crew is also banned from the freaking you know place that you work right so right. there's uh his dad is too right yeah his dad is too i believe yeah, yeah. i i just i i I wish I know we joke around that we have our services, you know, the, the I got a guy service, but I wish there really was something like that where you, you could get some help. And I really hope that the NBA does their part and they really step in to help this, this person. Yeah. Just provide him something, you know, there is a video, I will say it's um on ESPN. Actually, I think Jalen, it's on Jalen Rose's page. And I love Jalen Rose. Yeah. So um, I. you know, and Jalen Rose had gone through a lot. Um, coming up from Detroit, you know, the people that he was around, all of this. However, like he the way that he's able to articulate how he was feeling as a professional athlete, as a um college athlete, being with his name such so bright in the papers and the the lights it's one of those where he was like we don't all know like what the stressors or anxieties that he's dealing with are however we we need to like help support him to figure it out because it's going to be the opposite effect um we as as a society and of of fans and I know like we being the little people in the world can't do anything for him. Right. But like as a society of, of humans, we should like, really somebody needs to step in and, and just like basically smack some sense into him. Right. You know, it's... and I'm not, I'm not talking physical smack, but I'm saying like somebody needs to step in. And I really, really hope that a billion dollar, corporation like the nba really does something whether it it you know tells him that he can't play again until he goes through the requirement services uh to seek help um maybe they instead of banning his crew which i'm glad they did 
maybe they tell him you really need to smarten the fuck up. He's going to really hurt himself and someone else. Exactly. You know, it's also tough, too, because I kind of feel I I feel a, a few certain ways about this. Like, I'm not a parent and I know that John Morant's one of your son's favorite basketball players. Yeah. Um, Which I, 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 that really hurts me too, because now my kids seeing this, this dude just act a fool. Absolutely. So, so it's tough as a parent, you know, you don't want your kid to see this shit from, you know, someone that they really admire. However, this also segues into an opportunity to have conversations around choices and conversations around mental illness and have very open dialogue with one another where there's not like because this is a a lot of the times when they get older you don't have that opportunity unless they fuck up and then you're already upset with them and you're angry with them because they're the ones that fucked up but this is an opportunity to be like listen you know this may be what he's going through this may not be however you know we have to look at it from all sides um and just have that conversation because kids know man like kids they see everything and they absorb it in and they're like "Mm, they know absolutely and the fact that like if if you see one of your favorite nba stars one of your favorite nba players out there at a club with a gun you're like in such a um you know a young mind you're like oh that's cool because i mean like how many times when we were growing up we would see like you know like we grew up on in in the the height of gangster rap and we were like oh that's so cool look at them they you know they they carry guns they they do all this crazy shit that that's cool i mean like you know that affected a lot of people yeah and and it's just like because a lot of people can't decipher from real and fake and, and a lot has to be said about what John Morant's going through right now. The fact that maybe he can't decipher what's real and what's what's not. Yeah, and it, you know, it's it saddens me. Yeah, because that, he is a young kid and he he does have the world at his fingertips, and he's making such great money and he's got a, a great career ahead of him if he just stays on track. And like course, honestly, yeah, we course. are one step away from him who knows what's next after this he's going to shoot somebody it's the next step after this okay is either he gets got or somebody else gets got right now this whole news segment has been sponsored by fuck around and find out (laughs) it's something where like as he keeps fucking around he's starting to find out even more so it's something where he's going something's going to happen or he's going to be with one of his friends and he's going to be an accessory to murder like you yeah. don't know like there's so many different avenues that this could go and it's really disheartening especially with someone that has such a gift and potential um but it's like i really really hope that he figures it out and fast faster than what he's doing now because right now it's slow it's really yeah, it's too slow. He's, and I, he, yeah, he released a statement and said that he's stepping away for a couple of games. But you said it like two games is going to do it's anything. not going to do anything. And, you know, I see it on the, the hobby aspect of it and the hobby end of it where everyone's just like they're trying to purge all of his cards. And they're like, we're, right. we're, we don't 
we're not collecting him anymore. We're moving on from him. We're not posting his cards anymore, like his content. We're we're done. Because right now, if you post the John Morant card, you're kind of posting just like, you know, you're accepting the fact that he's just a foolish. Yeah. So it's uh, we're starting to see a clear house, like cleaning house. Everyone's uh, trying to get rid of all their. John Morant inventory because they don't want to hold on to it. I mean, it's also a business decision too. If he keeps doing this and he's not going to have a career right, in the NBA, his card's going to be worth nothing. So they're right. like, time to dump. Right. Absolutely. All right. So let's hope he just let's hope he gets some help. You know? So like this whole let's hope all this, three people that we talk, spoke about today get some help. We talked about three leagues right now that need to step in. Well, the NFL doesn't really need. Well, they need to step in with Patrick. They need Mahomes. to step in with Patrick Mahomes and be and like, "You need to stay away from your brother because he is a get him away from him because he's a douche canoe." And you don't want to travel down that river in that in that canoe. I don't know. All right, let's, let's, let's get Neil. Let's, let's get let's, Neil in here because what the fuck is going we'll call, on? We'll call Neil and ask him all these questions. We got Neil coming on the show. We're going to talk NFL conspiracies. All right, and we are Bitch. back for week two of Conspiracy Month. The greatest month of all, of course, next to the Lenny Dykstra month. And in our second week of the month of conspiracies, we're going to dive down the deep rabbit hole of the NFL. We have Neil back with us. Maybe this time he will join in the conversation and we won't cut him off all the time. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. I see it all over his face today. He's going to freaking... He he's got the shank all yeah. set, like the shiv. He made it from the toothbrush. Oh, oh shit, he's got oh, a knife. Motherfucker's <laughs> <laughs> packing a blade. <laughs> he's coming for you. Well, Sarah, you asked for it. That's your fault. You asked for it. <laughs> uh, yes. So, Neil Eads is back in the show, and he's packing a shaved-down toothbrush ready to just stab into this. So... <laughs> All right, so we have all heard tons of rumors about the NFL hiding certain things so it won't look so bad. But what about the stories that we know but don't really know? Sort of the unknown known, if you will. And I can't take credit for the unknown known because that was a uh, Rumsfeld documentary on Netflix, if anybody watched that, which was fucking great. But that's for another show. That's for... uh, the whole conspiracy show that I want to launch soon where it's just constant conspiracies. And then I'm just going to go to uh, the the nut camp. So is it called nut camp? Funny farm. Yep. All right. I'm alone again, everybody. All right. Thanks for for listening. I I was just thinking to send you upstate to a farm, you know, like where they send the dogs and the cats and, you know, the bunnies. Yeah. You know, I had a friend who, and Actually, you know this friend. Actually, you dated this friend. Um, ah! <laughs> I had a friend who was too old to not realize that his parents sent his dog to a farm. And he was like 17, 18 when he was like, oh, yeah, my parents sent my dog to a farm to live because we just can't keep him anymore. And like we were all old and we knew what that meant. Uh, and like. It wasn't until we were about 25 when we were talking about that. And I said, you know, your parents killed that dog, right? And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, there is no farm that you send dogs where they live out the rest of their life. It's called fucking death. And I ruined his day. So that was the conspiracy for childhood. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the brand is called, uh, but no. Certainly not the Dallas. So how it um, how it didn't last, I'll never know. Neil, I'm sorry if you didn't know that there wasn't a farm for animals that go to live out the rest of their life. I didn't mean to just throw that at you. I'm sorry. I know. Look at the devastation in his face. Look I at, know. Ugh, he just... went from big smile to half smile. And the half smile is only because he's saying, what the fuck am I doing on this show? Like, I am losing followers on Instagram by the second. So, all right. So, so we all know about Spygate and Deflategate, but have you ever heard of Implosiongate? It's rumored to believe that the Patriots head coach, Bill Belichick, is tearing apart the New England Patriots brick by brick from the inside. This sounds weird, right? Well, hmm. it's no secret that Bill Belichick is a relentless jerk. And he gives the absolute worst interviews ever. This is like one of the main reasons why I can't stand the Patriots, even though I'm in Patriot country. He will not give any details about any players or any moves or really any anything. <laughs> this attitude has made him incredibly successful in the NFL, though having won eight Super Bowls, and also holding tons of records. I just want him to have some sleeves because, you know, as cold as I actually am, looking at him makes me colder. I The sleeve part doesn't bother me because I know that in his head, he's just playing Bon Jovi songs. So, And there's nothing else going on there. Has the man ever smiled before? I don't. I don't think so. I think one time he smiled maybe after a Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think there's video footage of it somewhere. Now, that in itself, Neil, is a conspiracy. Uh, now, Colin Cowherd actually came up with this one. He said, quote, I don't do conspiracy theories. I don't believe in them. I've always had a, th I've always had a theory about conspiracy theories. It's less successful people who feel like society doesn't pay enough attention to them. So I'm going to come up with a, quote, inside information that nobody else has. I don't buy them. But if you were a rich head coach with a $100 million network, the greatest coach ever had your legacy, your rings, and money, and you really didn't like the owner who, in multiple books, called you out and said you were impossible and difficult and leaks that Belichick is not a good guy and though I've got my rings I've got my house in Jupiter Florida if I was into conspiracy theories there would be seven ways to leave on your team and hand the owner a complete mess so now this is all cowherds conspiracies this first one is tick off the greatest quarterback ever until he leaves hire your kid on your staff draft a very limited quarterback spend a ton in free agency on players who don't make a difference rehire guys who were disastrous head coaches back on your staff which was joe judge and matt patricia so you have no hair apparent when you leave so that's also a check and there's nobody in the building that can be any kind of head coach to replace you overdraft your first round which was cole strange 
and ruin the culture by letting players constantly leak stuff and don't call them out for it, which is kind of true. He doesn't call anybody out anymore like he used to. Do you remember when um, Wes Welker did that feet thing with Rex Ryan? Oh, my God. And he called yes. him out. For, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure Wes Welker got in a lot of trouble for that. And also, like, Gronkowski went ahead and did a couple of uh, weird things, too, when he was on the Patriots. And he was reprimanded for that as well. So, but now there's certain things that happen that nobody really gets reprimanded for anymore. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe he's just changing his ways. I don't know. But so then at the end of the year, you retire and Robert Kraft goes, uh, well, what do I do now? I probably can do a, uh, a Robert Kraft accent. I just got to put a bunch of marbles in my mouth and then we can do it. So. Nah, just a lot of just, you know, massage oil. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one, too. Oh, we could have talked about that. So Robert Kraft goes, uh, I don't have the speed. I don't have the roster. I don't have a quarterback. And I don't have a coach in the building. I don't have the culture either. So uh, I can't help but agree with Colin on all that stuff, except for the one where he said that conspiracy theories are less successful people. I want to take this time to thank the seven people that are listening right now. And there's three on this show as we speak. So <laughs> those four people that yeah, are us, seven. thank you so much. Well, it's just the seven people that listen constantly just to keep raising those numbers. Actually, out of the three that are in this room, there's only two that actually listen. So <laughs> I don't listen. So, I mean, what do you think about this one? Neil, why don't you kick it off? What do you think? Uh, I think it is uh, real. I believe all this stuff, that, everything on here, uh, bringing back the bad coaches, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, and then, um, yeah, even their overdraft, Cole Strange probably should have been. They said he was going to be like a third round or anything, shouldn't have gone in the first. But he wants to have his legacy set, which is already set, but he doesn't want anybody else to come around and do what he did. Right. You know what I mean? So he's going to, he's just gonna, I think he's has done everything he can do. He can't just, re, he can't, he's not going to go to another team. He's, and what is he going to win another one? Nine, 10, 11. Right. So I think that he's, he's kind of a psychopath to me, the way he stands there and, and just uh, doesn't talk. Yeah. It's but, weird. Uh, it's really weird. He's, I, I believe that he's getting joy out of this, even though you never see him smile. Right. Like this is his own, his own thing he wants to do. He's, for fun. This is always having fun. Maybe he just smiles in a dark room with nobody around. That's what I do. That's I what smile. I do. I smile in the dark. I'm smile. only happy when it rains. Oh, all right. Sarah, what do you think about it? <laughs> uh, I don't believe this is actually a conspiracy theory. Uh, it's something where I feel that management style has changed from upper management as well as down to him. I think he's at a point where he's just like, uh, no fucks given. And he probably like sits at the edge of the bed in the morning and is like trying to put his pants on, pulling a Wade Boggs, like pulling out his back. And he's just like, fuck these kids. And then just goes to work and is just like, I'm here. Like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Now, do you think it's it's one of those things because he's done so much in the NFL and he's just like, there's a lot on his plate to begin with because he is is he still the gm as well as the head coach 
I, I don't know because there was a thing for a while that he was. I, there right? was. I have no freaking clue anymore. Yeah. So I mean that e- even if he is, that's a lot on your plate to do. Right. You know. So maybe it's just the thing where like he's tired of all this shit. I mean, he coached the Patriots for what are we on? Uh, 20, 20 something years now. Twenty almost twenty five years, right? Plus he's been in the NFL for you know almost. 40 35 40 years almost i don't know yeah. i don't know how, i don't know what the 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 time frame is on his coaching you, but like you hit a point you definitely yeah. hit a point where you're just like <sighs> right where so, and i i think neil has a great point in that where it's like you you know you both have really good points where you hit a point and you just like i don't care anymore but i also i'm such a psychopath that i don't want to leave yeah. almost like the brady <laughs> mentality where it's like, I don't really want to leave, but I feel like I should, you know? And it's like, what what else can you accomplish? What other records can you break? What what do you want to do? How many times do you want to win the Super Bowl, which is not going to happen anymore for him unless uh, some sort of miracle happens? Yeah. But, I mean, with his roster and his quarterbacks now, there's, there's no way that that's going to transpire. But, I mean, like... Yeah. What do you want? What do you want to be like the Bill Russell of the NFL and have like more rings than fingers? Yeah, I was gonna say maybe psychopaths is too strong a word, but he's uh, he gives me like the Dexter vibe. Yeah, like yeah, the void, yeah. The void of, uh, of happiness. I don't know, but even though he's successful, so it's something we also don't know a lot. A lot is not leaked with upper management. So you don't know what's been given to him. Like, hey, like, let's keep you on for another year. Hey, let's do this. Like, we'll right. give you this car. We'll give you this. I mean, let's all go back to what was that draft? The COVID draft where his yeah. dog was the one that was making the drafts. Yeah. Like Nike. his dog was his, at the computer. His dog, just, Nike. He drafted yeah. everybody. Yeah. Making the draft happen. So love that. we should get that dog to coach the Patriots. We should get that dog on the show. We should get that dog. Here, yeah. no, Imagine, there's too much cases in my house. I bet you that dog gives better interviews than Belichick. Oh my god, he just rubs on his rolls on his back and is like, yeah. Rub my belly. Like, look at this, look at this belly. belly. Look at this, look at this belly. Check it out. I was gonna say that I was surprised you went with this conspiracy theory when the 2001 conspiracy theory for the Patriots was right in your hand. Tell me the 2001 conspiracy. So there's two. There's one because of 9-11. Yeah. And then there's the other one because 2001 was the year that the contract for the Patriots to play in the original stadium was up. So they had to be a good team and win in order to essentially get a new stadium funded by the city of Foxborough. Uh, Yeah. And Robert Kraft, not only when he bought it in 1994, not only did he have he owned the parking lots because it's like the trifactor. So he owned the parking lots. He owned the stadium and he owned the team. So it's something where like if the team left or like he moved to the team, then he had a stadium that was not profitable. So he had to show that the team was winning to essentially get a new stadium. I mean, that's do you remember the times where. He was fighting for that new stadium for so long. He threatened to move the team to Connecticut. Imagine Connecticut. All right. So now let me take you both back in time in history. The year was 1969. The event, Super Bowl III. It was the Jets 
versus the Baltimore the Baltimore Colts. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a, yeah, you got I almost had your almost, marbles, your muscle marbles. Yeah. There's my Robert Kraft impression. This was the third championship game, but the very first time that the NFL called the big game the Super Bowl. As my dad would say, that long-haired hippie Joe Namath versus the crew-cut straight-edge Johnny Unitas. It was the AFL versus the NFL. Super Bowl three is regarded as one of the greatest upsets in both American football history and in recorded history of sports. The reason is because the Colts were a 19-point favorite to win the game. But New York took down Baltimore 16-7. to Okay, so I know you're both asking me, where's the conspiracy in this? Well, New York is a massive media market with a cover boy quarterback like Broadway Joe. After this Super Bowl, the following season, the AFL and the NFL would merge. Some say that the league needed the Jets to win because they needed this merge to happen. And the only way it would is if the Jets looked like they were a worthy opponent. So in a 1983 interview, former Colts lineman Bubba Smith alleged that the game had been rigged to allow the Jets to win so that the NFL and the AFL merge would proceed smoothly. That Super Bowl game, which we lost by nine points, was a critical year for the AFL, Bubba Smith famously told Playboy magazine. The game just seemed odd to me. Everything was out of place, and I tried to rationalize that our coach, who was Don Shuler at the time, got out-coached, but that wasn't the case. I don't know if any of my teammates were in on the fix. So this kind of, if you think of it, this could be a little bit of a uh, 1917 Black Sox scandal, if this was ever true. Uh, Fun fact, Bubba Smith played Hightower in Police Academy 1 through 6. And also, in case you're both wondering, Veronica Gamble was on the cover of that November 1983 Playboy cover. Uh, Baltimore had a 13 and one record in 1986 and dominated the Cleveland Browns 34, nothing in the NFL title game. Meanwhile, New York went 11 and three and barely escaped with a 27, 23 win over the Oakland Raiders in the NFL title game. I know this sounds far fetched, but the fact that the game was won by New York, the massive media market with a quote, long-haired quarterback, was the icing on the cake for the merger. In hindsight, it could be argued that the Jets' win over the Colts was worth not just millions, but billions of dollars for the NFL. Again, it sounds crazy, but now you're thinking. So, is this a possibility? Sarah, what do you think? We'll start. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This, I agree with. Like, this is definitely... It's scripted. There's a plan. We got to better the business. It's you always know? been scripted. It's scripted. Don't, yeah. you know, somebody's out there. They were like, okay, you're going to follow along or we're going to take out any. And then somehow like Tanya Harding's guys come out of the corner and they're just sitting there with the lead pipe. Ah, uh, yeah. So Why? like Why? take out, take out the knees. Yeah. So I'm telling you. I'm sure everyone got a payday, too, because if you merged, everyone's contracts would increase because you had so much revenue coming in. It's a business. That's a good point. 
But what about guys like Bubba Smith who come out almost 20 years later and he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, this game was fixed. Do some players not know if there is a fix in? I mean, I guess you can't tell everybody that there's a fix, right? Because eventually it will leak out. I have a response to that. Please. He he released that information because he felt that he needed to be honest because he had to portray a cop in the police academy. Oh. There's another conspiracy. Conspiracy on conspiracy on conspiracy. Neil, do you agree with Bubba Smith? No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you now agree with the Bubba Smith conspiracy? (laughs) Not that one. Well, what do you think about this one, Neil? You think this this one has has legs to to run here? Nah, not really. I mean, I understand the timing of it, and uh, you're putting two leagues together to make one, but um, I, I just feel like the way it adds up, I think the Jets just got lucky. And they, they, the underdog won. Yeah, I mean, it has happened, of course, in the past where, like, the underdog teams do win. But, I mean, it, it just has a lot of stink on it because there is so much at stake here, you know? Yeah. And uh, I was going to do a few more, and trying to pick the best ones is totally hard because there are so many out there. I mean, we could have did, like, the Jimmy Hoffa, you know, where's Jimmy Hoffa's body buried because it was supposedly at – Giant Stadium. We could have did Spygate one, two, and three, Deflate Gate, Super Bowl fifty. You know Peyton Manning's uh, final Super Bowl, and they had to give him one more ring. Honestly, we could have did any of the Super Bowls, like the Forty Nine is Ravens Super Bowl, where Ray Lewis uh, he got his final ring. Mm. That was the the Super Bowl where the lights went out after Beyonce, uh, Beyonce's halftime show. Uh, 49ers were winning that one the whole time, and then all of a sudden the lights go out for a while. If I if I remember, was it like almost forty five like, minutes? Yeah, right. And that one's kind of weird too. Like that has a lot of weird stink on it for conspiracies because like a billion dollar corporation and the lights go out. It doesn't matter. I I honestly agree that the whole league is fixed. And yes. when we're talking about billions and billions of dollars involved, there's always going to be some sort of fix or conspiracy. So the rich can just continue to get richer. And it, it's just, I, I mean, we talked about it so much where we're always saying that there's just, we joked about it when this Super Bowl came around and the, the script was leaked. And mm-hmm. we're saying like, you know, how funny is it that, you know, somebody came up with the idea of, there's a script for the for the NFL. And then you look back and you're like, man, that is like a Hollywood script on certain things. Like, especially like the Peyton Manning thing. You go out on top. And like, I guess Ray Lewis with, with the lights out. But like, even like stupid little things make you wonder. Like, do you guys There's... remember when um Drew Brees played his final game? And right before he enters the tunnel, he just turns his back and looks at the field and has that smile. Like, how many times have you seen that in a movie? Like, how do you at that at that moment in time as a, a regular human being? How do you think to do that? You don't, you don't. really, right? You don't no. in the moment like that. You're like, let me just turn back around real quick. Hope the cameras are there. And I'll go. My my big one too is like 
um, is Randy Moss redemption year is what I ca- categorize it as. Oh, is yeah. you know Randy Moss came to the Patriots. They had that undefeated season, yep. and I mean they lost, but like, it, you know he ended up basically being redeemed. I mean I've always loved Randy Moss, but a lot of people didn't like him because of his you know personality, his weed, all that shit. But right. uh, this was his. It was his redemption year. Him and Brady. Um, and he went back down, went, not back down. He's now back categorized as one of the best players in football again. Right. Right. Before uh, that. Again. Yeah. Absolutely. Like after that had happened where he came redemption year, it's been lifted back up. Like he's one of the greatest players of all time. Before that, it was like, he's a fucking problem. Ugh, yeah. Lay off the weed. Right. And now I, I don't think NFL tests for that anymore. Right. Clearly not. No, <laughs> they don't even test with CTE, so no. doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. It's just Neil. Do you believe in this whole fix? The fix is in for the NFL, or is it just far? Uh, and it's like it's not. It's not the that you. It, it's not a possibility. But just to think, what, how how many things have to move right just to script a game? I mean, yeah. the ball's in play. Like I don't know how, how's a team gonna have, make the pass, catch for the touchdown, and. How are they going to do that? And if if it's scripted, like it's, I don't know. I just think it's, I just think it's too hard to believe that it can be. The only way it's it's controlled to me is by the refs. But yeah, like most sports, I mean, a lot of the, I I I, I get what you're saying. Like the the play of it can't be scripted, but like there are like, the refs could be definitely in on the take. I know, I know, money talks, Sarah. I see you, I see you with your big money payday over there. Making it rain. Making it rain. But like, there's there's been obviously we saw some things with the NBA where the refs were fixing games, and mm. you know there are certain play calls in the MLB where you we question a lot of stuff, and it's like who's in on the take, what's going on, and of course there's like back history of crooked referees and umpires and all that and all that shit. But I mean, I don't know. There's just some stuff where it's like. The play aspect, like when the players are playing the game, I don't feel that to be scripted, but I do feel like certain moments in time, just in order to make the NFL look good, are questionable. I don't want to say scripted because it sounds it sounds like you're crazy because people who are not conspiracy theorists make conspiracy theorists look like they're insane. Well, you kind of are insane. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I'm insane because I don't sleep anymore. I have two children. I, I work constantly. I I have all these problems. I got all these problems. But hey, Neil, thanks for coming on the show. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. It's fun. Appreciate it. Two weeks in a row with Neil. This is great. And he actually, we we actually got you uh, a topic where you can partake in. Yeah. Well, football yeah. or basketball or baseball or anything. Yeah, but. I want to like hockey. I, I know like I, I'm in the same boat. I want to get into though. it. But Sarah's mom said that I really struggled on the hockey show, which she's absolutely right. Hockey's not my strong point either. So, right. I had to get rid of it right away. That way I don't flop around. Yeah, we'll, on it. we'll get you there, Neil. We'll, we'll get you. I'll get, I got you. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. Do you really want to get there, though? I mean, Hockey fans don't apparently don't have any heat in their house in the winter time. I mean, do you really want to be a part of that? There's no heat in this house. 
<laughs> yeah, but you live in Southern in California. Southern California. California. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're having the winter to remember and i would never compare it to east coast <laughs> we have an inch and a half of snow in the ground i think i yeah, have right. like two inches of snow in my driveway still oh um, my shit's melted i went oh. out this morning it's like 45 out today yeah it's i was nice like out. oh it's nice out it's, so it why is your internet working like let's figure it out i know, I know. i'm sorry i'm sorry mm. all right that's gonna do it here <laughs> for us at IAP Radio. Neil, thank you so much for coming on again. Two weeks in a row. We were so happy to have you. I appreciate it. Taking the time out of your day. Uh, Go ahead and check us out at IEPRadio.com. Check out our Instagram, our Twitter, our YouTube. Sarah, I don't know. You probably didn't see, but we are done with TikTok. I... It's gone. We've all, it should no. have happened weeks ago, week, like a month ago. We've been in jail. Like I posted one last video. This is what. This is how I definitely know that TikTok is full of shit. I posted one last video saying, "This is the end," and then I ca- you know, I did a little caption where it's like, "We're leaving TikTok. Come visit us at IEP Radio." Just for anybody who actually followed us on TikTok and followed the show, zero views. Video's been up for three days. Zero. Okay. So, three days. Been up we're still days. in jail. Three days. Yeah, we're still we're in TikTok. TikTok. We're still in TikTok jail. Yeah. Zero views in three days. You know what? TikTok conspiracy bullshit. I'm about to check it out. That's the spy book. Okay? All right. All right, I'm going to get off before we get in trouble here. So, check us out iepradio.com. And we're also part of the Deluxe Network. Go check them out at deluxenetworkedition.com. And IAPRadio.com for all your fun stuff. Daddy O Sports, Titan, underscore, uh, Neil, what's your, what's your IG handle, please? Help me. Titans32001 underscore cards. Thank you. I said it a thousand times last episode, and this episode I don't. Stroke. 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 All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.